It's my new joint. It's called Cling Cling Cling. You know what I'm saying? Bust it. Cling Cling Cling. Man, you capping. Ooh, ah. Cling 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 Cling. Oh, you capping. Drip, splash, water, drip, splash, splash, drip, water, splash, splash, drip, Hey! Did you see that uh, Saturday Live? Oh, yeah, yeah. Clink, 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 clink. The new 50 years of hip hop. Yeah, I just showed you, it you to You remember Timothy Chalamet? Have you seen the first one he did with Pete where he was like, yeet, yeet, skirt, skirt, yeet. Man, shut up the ass, get him. And then oh, man. he was on We're a new recording. one this weekend where he's, he We're was recording. playing the same rapper. It's the 50 years of hip hop. He's like, I got a new song. It goes, clink, clink, clink. The best part was it's like it's Mary J. Blige and Rick Rubin and uh, Cornell West, yeah. <laughs> and then it's Matt out of the ass getting. Oh, 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 that's what you need to do. Clink, 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 clink. Of the kids in America right now. That can be a sign on the baseball board. So we need yeah, to. You need it. That, oh, please. I need. Clink, clink, clink. Put that on there. Oh, yes. Oh, foul ball. Clink, clink, clink. Oh, that would be great. You're going to look up at the, you're gonna look at the press box. Water, water. You're going to look at the press yes, box. When it goes into the retention ponds. Perfect. Yes. You're going to be looking we're, at the press box. Like, yeah, we're going to need to spend some time putting it because I got some. I'm going to look like Henry Rodriguez looking up in the, the sandlot. <laughs> yeah. I've got. Uh, with your Converse Jets. <laughs> I've got yeah, uh, a book written with third. some stuff for, for that. I didn't know we were okay. recording, so you may have to do some editing at the beginning. Clink, no, no, clink, no, clink. no, no, no. It just started. No, 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 no. Yeah, I've got a whole book of some stuff. Oh, that I gobble, get gobble, my friend. It is time. A turkey for me and a turkey for you. Clang, clang, clang. <laughs> this is the Thanksgiving special. You're probably at the dinner table with your family right now. But you'll we'll give you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Oh, taking the hug. We'll give you the whole seat, but you'll only need the Adam Copeland. <laughs> Adam Copeland. Oh, we should talk about Oh, there is going to be an AEW Dynamite. Might on the eve of thanks. There will be. Yeah. Eve of thanks. Mm. We'll talk more about the eve of Thanksgiving and what people do on that I'm part. I'm so excited about But manana. we need to introduce who we are and who they are with us here and they there. I'm the blonde Jason Fleener. I went uh, blonde. I'm the black Jason Fleener. I'm the Cox guy. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after last week's episode, you baiter. I'm the underbelly Fleener. That's where I get my rubs at. <laughs> <laughs> Have y'all noticed that since Jason has come back from Milan that he has been he said, hilarious? I'm a, I'm a different person <laughs> when Indiana. I'm traveling. Caitlin knows this. I'm travel Jason when I'm traveling, and then I'm back home when I'm home Jason. I'm two different people. Two weeks ago when we talked about Bobo, um, it was funny because Bobo was talking about you were just picking up Caitlin from another wine thing, and he's like, didn't Jason just have enough wine in, in uh, yeah, Milan? Yeah, enough wine yeah. in Milan, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so awesome. I drink wine, man. Uh, what did you... You said something hilarious coming... Well, before these guys got in here, you and I were in here, and you said something just absolutely hilarious, and I don't remember what it was, because it was so long ago. We were walking down the stairs, and no, you, we were getting cookies Oh, first, that's right. Okay. And then you were like, that's the... Let me set it up, yeah, and then yeah. you say what you said. So, as you know, your lovely daughter has celebrated... As a, is now a five-time... Uh, five-time. 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 And you, you, you know... Spent copious amounts of dollars on delicious cookies and treats and brownies and cakes, and we were commenting that the loudest thing 
on earth is trying to get into one of those packages of cookies, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, ladies and gentlemen, this is some behind the scenes information. When we record these podcasts, we're usually it's late at night. Steve's kids are usually in bed and we got to tiptoe through the house. And as a fat guy, it's hard to tiptoe, tiptoe through the house to be quiet, to not wake up the kids. So while these guys are getting cookies, it's as loud as anything that's ever been in the history of the world. So I'm worried that the kids are going to, but I also take that opportunity to get my fat behind down the stairs at that point. So Jason and I come down, we walk in and I comment to Jason and go, is there anything louder on earth than trying to get in those, those is that what Carl cookies? And I said, no, no, this is before. And Jason then dropped this comedy gold nugget. And I said, well, no, like another thing that's the loudest thing on earth is when you uh, trust a fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard that church, I've heard yeah, yeah, you I trust mean, a fart and then it, it, it betrays you. <laughs> it betrays <laughs> you. What you doing back there? <laughs> Nothing. Just uh, <laughs> can, I, can I see what's going on? My name's Benedict Arnold. No, Fred again. Curses. No one to get away with it too. If not for several of these loud, obnoxious Tootsie kids. And it, it, it was. It was like especially funny for me because I have recently watched the South Park episode where um, the road warrior, uh, if you know the episodes, you know, it's the male, uh, the male flatulence versus female sort of flatulence episode. And uh, I just recently watched that. So it was especially funny. It was a special place in your heart. Yes. Yes, It was awesome. But I, but anyway, Thanksgiving, my, probably my favorite family holiday. Yeah, I agree. You know, family, because Christmas is great, but the, uh, to me, even as going back as a kid, I always liked Thanksgiving more because it seemed like the entire family got together and the meal was so much better than like a Christmas meal. What, if you, what if you don't like your family? Oh, that's me. There's a lot of them that I don't. He's like, Jason. Jason. <laughs> of course Jason doesn't like his whole family. <laughs> it's not me. I know some people that don't, so yeah. 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 Well, fortunately for me, many of them have passed on, but um, that I didn't like. The ones that are around now, I like. You're cool with them? Yeah. What are some staples that you must have at your table? Staples. Uh, ketchup. <laughs> A staple what? of Thanksgiving Don't items. even. Don't even at me. Nah. Even uh, at me uh, come on. What, what's Bro, the ketchup for? If French fries? You if, have French fries at Thanksgiving? If there's not a peanut butter miracle or a sandwich <laughs> on the <laughs> table. No. Um, if there's not Heinz on the table. For what? And Tony Cicceri's. Tony Cicceri's is good. Yeah, but what, but what about ketchup? What's this what ketchup? ketchup? What's the ketchup for? for? Is there meat on the table? Turkey? Is wait, that so meat? Wait, talk about. So you're gonna do? Bruh. You're gonna do uh, instead of gravy? You like ketchup? Bruh. I I can use gravy too. Bruh. On top of the ketchup? No. Bruh. In, in either in addition to or in lieu. Let me of. try this again, bro. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bro. Did you forget I was? No, I just realized. Jason yeah, I just realized that you're putting ketchup on turkey. So I got to say, bro. Is it meat? Yeah, it's Is, foul. Okay, is it meat? Yeah, but yeah. Like, who puts ketchup? Other than my mother-in-law who puts ketchup on everything. Don't, who puts ketchup don't, on turkey? Do not defame Sally and her love of Heinz. Uh, Sally who put ketchup on filet mignon and almost Dude, got us kicked I, out of Disney World? I put ketchup on my chicken quesadillas. Yeah, what is... What in the caucasity is y'all talking about, man? Like, you know, yeah, uh, Nick, let's tell Nick. Sex, <laughs> like, let's tell him. Yes, that's that's correct. Can we have that on the video? For yeah, that should be our intro. But come on, man, seriously, turn yeah. it. Why, why do people? I'm gonna try. It. I'm gonna try it. Just for okay. You. 
I'm gonna Why do people assume you're drowning stuff in ketchup? Why can't it be a little dab? Why can't it? <laughs> I think some you of know, that I has used to, to love do. you so much more than I do I, right I also, now. We, we did last week. We never pushed the button. No, I didn't know I if you changed them or not. I don't hate it, but I think for some people, it has to do with how that turkey is cooked when they were growing up. Because some people may have had dry turkey and they needed a little moisture. There you go. What, Some ketchup? people. Why is Jason the most reasonable condiment. one? But it can also be ketchup. Why can't you do gravy and ketchup? <laughs> gravy, ketchup, go back and forth. Yeah. No. Caitlin's a condiment person. You ask her, she will have she will have multiple options to dip. What about, not what about, what about Frank's red hot sauce on you the table? Put that on. You can put that on turkey. Then why can't you put ketchup? Because it's not. And Frank's I'm a fan red of all. Of, I'm a fan of all of it. You know, we we share some Frank's red sauce. We do red hot sauce. Red sauce. <laughs> like it's pasta. Listen, yeah, we do like, like Lady in the Trap <laughs> style. Yeah, Lady in the Trap style. We should uh, we share. Jason the Hug Nation. Let us know your thoughts. But yeah. why why can't you? What what just, happened there? Just vibrated down below. <laughs> Did you trust one you wasn't supposed to? <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have put my phone there. <laughs> That's a weird place to put what? your phone. So you got to have macaroni and cheese. You yeah. got to have sweet potato casserole. Yes. See, now you're talking. Um, like my it. family also likes green bean casserole, but I say nay. No, I like it because you know why I like it? You put those fried onions on yeah, top. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, crunch, crunch. crunch. Country, yeah. Deviled eggs. Yeah, that's mm. good. We usually have those, yeah. Mini pickles. Like I the like gherkins. The, the, yeah, the like gherkins. Oh, great gherkins. We don't have those, but uh, yes, I, that, that's a fine. Um, you got to have King's Hawaiian rolls. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just say crescent rolls as well, too. Yeah, yeah any, yeah. any kind of soft roll you have. I, I, I will acknowledge any kind of soft Every roll, but we're, we're preferable to the King's Hawaiian. Crescent rolls would be awesome. Every now and then I like a hard roll. <laughs> what you do in the privacy <laughs> of your home is your business, <laughs> Your Honor. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else do we have? Yeah, you staple. ever do like uh, cranberry, mashed potatoes? Obviously, cranberries or like the cranberry, yes. and it <laughs> has to have the can ridges. I call that can jiggly uh-huh. stuff. Can yeah. jiggly, yeah. Can yeah. jiggly yeah. stuff. Yeah. Ocean spray, best one they got out yeah, there. Ocean spray. Ocean spray you put it on mm-hmm. the tray. Mm-hmm. Just you know, yeah. it's got to flap out, the out there like dog food. Exactly. It's got to look exactly <laughs> like it. If if yeah. you're too pretentious to not have the canned indentions on it, then don't listen to our podcast because you're too pretentious. So do you guys do dressing? Like, do you do a stuffing? Yeah. That's, uh-huh. yeah, that's uh, good. That's we got good. some booze stuff that my dad makes, man. Bougie. Bougie. What's in it? Bougie. So uh, he, he put a lot of sage in it. and sage and apples and like, it's all foofy. It's like oh, a Waldorf oh, salad oh, of that's uh, stuffing. Your dad is is a foodophile though, right? Or whatever that, I mean, your so dad's a foodie, foodie right? He's the sa- he's a, the food father. Yeah, food he, father. he's pretty good. <laughs> Why haven't I met this man yet? You haven't met Big Stew? No. Oh, dude. Money. I thought you and I were like, yeah. like I, I see him like because I, I look at my dad. It's just an older version of Hulk Hogan. Like when my dad yeah, comes brother. out of the pool, his hair's back. He's got that same bald thing, and he's got like because he wears a little comb over thing, and then it goes back and flips down. Look on the box yeah, over there. Like my dad. That's that's what my dad looks like right there. Has your dad ever met Bubba the Love Sponge's wife? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Dad, no, this is a family show. So, sing over I, met, I, me you know, I met Steve's father at the at the wedding, um, and it was such an interesting conversation. And um, he, he introduced himself, and I said, oh, so you're Stu Sackleson. I said, any reason why I'm not the best man? He goes, oh, you haven't met the best man, brother? <laughs> I was like, uh, no. He was like, what you gonna do when Big Rick wants wild on you? <sighs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> so Sack nice. was mine. Like, he literally is Hulk Hogan. Yeah. So why, why have, is that the only time you've met? No, we, met, we meet multiple times now. Like whenever, like they're either in town. Are or you or... embarrassed of me to meet your father? Have no, I he doesn't been... know you guys have been dating. 
I don't know when you would have seen him. I was going to say, I've met him a bunch of... I didn't want to make you feel bad. I've met him, too. Everybody in this space has met Big Stu. Big Stu. I don't even know you anymore. Well, now I'll know to make sure I introduce you. This is how these things happen. I didn't know you did not meet him. Your dad probably won't. Does your dad listen to the podcast? No, my dad doesn't know how to get access to a podcast. All right, he probably wouldn't like me. So, yeah, let's not not meet. He'd love you. No. He'd think you're fine. He'd wonder why you're friends with me. He doesn't doesn't find anything I do funny. Because we look like the the reincarnation of the movie Twins. (laughs) You're Arnold and I'm Danny DeVito. And who's he? Um... I'm trying to think. No, I'm trying to think of the of, the, of a good character for for Nicholas. Now you're just somebody that we. You would be good for the reboots of Ernest. <laughs> Ernest, yeah. Ernest goes to football camp. D <laughs> three football, football's finest. Hey Vern, uh, won't you put me in? <laughs> you know what I mean, Vern. Vern, I can run a flat pattern. Vern, Vern, I can do it. I tell you, I just got to score right in the end zone. Vern, the safety's not over. Vern. <laughs> Well, speaking of Thanksgiving, the day before Thanksgiving, this the day this yeah. episode is dropping like it's hot, gentlemen, is one of the most well-attended bar nights in this country yeah. that most high school friends get together, friends go out. They always do something on the night before Thanksgiving. Um, it's actually one of, I think, the, the highest DUI rate, maybe next to New Year's Eve, uh, yes, um, is the Eve. night before Thanksgiving. So anybody have any stories or still go out and... I didn't know that was a thing. Hanging out with friends. No, I, I think it, it is. I think it's very close to. May, if it's not the number one party night, obviously New Year's Eve is big. It, it's right up there in terms of party nights. When, the Wednesday that. before Thanksgiving. Good Lord, you almost put Nick's eye out. It reminded me of a time that I was on a date. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Great Gherkins. <laughs> but the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving is widely considered to be a huge party night. Ah. Yeah, for everything that's sacked. Huge, said. says you? Huge. Huge. It's huge. I can't, I can't even stay up past 9.30, so let alone trying to even go out. It's because you something. get up at the crack of balls at like 3 in the morning. Really. You do. I, I, I get text, I text 5 him. in the morning. Yeah, text it. And I've been up for a I while already. And I'm like, I'm not answering this until like 7 o'clock. My team will get worried if I don't have a text out to them by 7 a.m. Uh, like, there's no question. Well, 7 a.m. Is, is fine. but If it hasn't like, gotten to them by 7. Seven's the late. So, like, if they haven't gotten a text by 7 a.m., I think my players would think I'm dead. Yeah, you're up at like three twenty-one. That's just nuts. I'm up early. I don't sleep. I take n- multiple naps through an evening. Okay. Like I, I do fifteen minutes here. What's going on in the world? Fifteen minutes here. It's day to sleep w- during the last. What's, few what's happened of, in the past hour? Uh, Kramer, yeah, Kramer did that in an episode of Seinfeld, and he wound up in a river, like dead, or because the lady thought he was dead. Anyway, it's a good Seinfeld episode. Yeah. But yeah, Wednesday night. So you guys don't have plans? You don't? Well, because you, I got kids now, man. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. try to change catch up with a couple friends. We're back home a little bit, but we used to do the bar scene. Used to do all that stuff there. But it's like when you when you can. Not have to spend the money and live and, and just hang out at home, be with your family, um, go to bed when you want to, not have to drive. Nice to get drunk at home. Yeah. Not yeah, well, anything to get drunk. You don't I have mean, to Yeah, I mean this respectfully. What do dinks do? Because I would think that you're right in the wheelhouse of being the partiers on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. You, you would think wrong, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him what they do for New Year's. I'm a, we yeah, is it involve cameras? <laughs> well, he's got a lot of cameras. They so. crochet, they knit. Yeah, I'm sure it involves wine. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Always wine. We we do for New Year's Eve. We do a dress up special every year. Oh, that's cool. Oh, you guys get suited up well, almost every year. 
Do you not get invited to no, Nate? The one year I failed. I well, you can get this year. You guys can come as well, too. Uh, you know, Last year was the onesies. Yeah, so it was like three years ago when we first started the onesies, this. Onesies, I... And nobody no, makes no, 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 listen, no, listen, listen, listen. Hear listen, out, hear out. Call it a fivesie. Hear out. No, th- but I think it was three years ago, right? Yeah. Three years ago. Nick had the... Or not Nick. Same Steve guy. had the Same idea. Guy. He's like, okay, we're going to dress up fancy. But staying in. But staying in at his house. Here. I... I took it because we had never looked each other's in the eye and said, okay. Uh, like we confirmed it. <laughs> New Year's Eve, Caitlin and I come over in sweatshirts and sweatpants. He opens the door and he's in a full, like, a top full like, suit. Yeah. He's in a full suit and he just looks at me like, you're not dressed up. <laughs> Leave it to Jason to screw What's that happening? Up. Yeah, Ashley's in a gown. <laughs> just, Did you say I'm in an Abington tuxedo? No, wow! I was just like, we never confirmed this. this is I thought wow. you were joking. The year before, what did we do? After what did we do the year before that, or after that, when you actually did dress up? Um, see, we did dress up. That's what we do. Once I listen to the episode again, and I hear you. Wow! We dressed up. We dressed up. We finally dressed up. Pause the show twelve times. No, and this year I think we were doing Viore. Oh, are we? I thought we we just do straight velour, velour and chains. Ooh, and chains. No, like we're talking like Tony Soprano velour. You just oh, went from like you talking about like chains, sweat, chains, sweat, like around like Viore is cheaper than Viore. Viore is expensive. Viore, I know. That's, it, just, but if we were looking at out there. Viore is the most comfortable pant. The Sunday jogger, the most comfortable yeah. pant that the money can buy. It's ninety eight dollars to get on sale. We are like not 60. sponsored by them. We're not sponsored. I'm telling you. Number one, is, y'all some rich. It, I'm t- it, it does not fade. It, you can wear it Number every two, day. It, you got a washing machine on purpose. Skinny Use people it. have a lot of hey, choices. <laughs> really, really quickly, what else can you do on it? Um, you can jog on a Sunday. Parkour. Okay. Okay. Jogging. What is this? Jogging. Soft J. <laughs> Yog. Yeah, we we try to add some themes to our. Yeah. So we went from thanks, pre-Thanksgiving Eve to uh, New Year's Eve. Now we talked about that. What we're dressing up. We do you dress really up fast. for pre-Thanksgiving? Do you get any outfits for your friends? No, sir. No. Well, you, see, you have to have some to I'll be your Huckleberry. Yeah. I'll, I'll be your Huckleberry. I usually wear my like cowboys uh, pajama pants or something in honor of the Ooh. of Los Cowboys. Los Los Caballeros. Los I'm definitely down for a Viore party if we're doing that. Yeah, I, I thought that's what we were if, doing. If you guys are in, I'm not in. You think I, I have Viore money? Yes. I'm a PA announcer. No. I'm just a oh, that reminds me. I need to ask you all a question off air about mm. personal, yeah, personal business. Don't ask us. Okay. No, I want advice. I, I want trust a you discount guys. at the wellness center. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't bring wow. it up. No, I, I, you know I, in lieu of that, I'll take a coupon to Sizzler. <laughs> well, if he's Lou Rob Sizzler's Tony. even open anymore. Uh, we uh, going Sizzler. We going Sizzler. Or Ponderosa. Is there still one in Greenfield? The closest one is like a country buffet. Yeah, pass. No, um, hey, you know what I, I heard want. recently? Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, something around Thanksgiving is I've been heard lately, bless you, to wait until November 28th if you want to book any yes, flight very or true. travel. Very true. Because yeah. that's like the Black Friday of mm-hmm. easy. <laughs> of why is it why is it gonna be Black travel? Friday? I don't know. He just said it. Why can't it be Plaid Friday? He said it in a way. It's that a business it's term. It's finances. Why can't it finances, be finances? Not the color Friday. Finances. But like I don't I don't know what's about that date. But they say to wait if you are booking travel until November twenty eighth because you will get discounts and deals in honor of your trip to Milan. Um, 
My 30th Great wedding. Huskers. My 30th wedding anniversary is this Sunday as this podcast drops. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. So she put up with me 36. Yes. Good for you. Snoochy boochies. And I was tra- we had kind of made a plan of doing three, you know, in honor of each decade, we were kind of planning to make three big trips. And so I've been vacillating on which ones to do when and I almost booked something because I, I, I've got a sh- crap ton. Uh, you're welcome. Hey, you're bing welcome. Bong. I got a crap ton of points, right, from my years of traveling for, for work, right? And there was a great deal. Almost pulled the trigger and something in me just, no, wait, or do this. And I went to grab my passport and it's been expired for like six months. It's a good thing you didn't. It is a great thing that I didn't because getting a renewed passport right now is taking long, long time. Believe me, I I can tell you that because we had a coach that was supposed to deal with his team on a a trip and couldn't go because their passport wasn't ready in time. It takes a long time. So I'm glad to hear this 28th. So maybe I can book that for the spring, but I will be on vacation for two weeks after after this podcast drops. Don't you have stuff you got to do? Don't you have something to do in spring? I do, but. Maybe we can take vacation and go on your spring trip. You would so not do gonna, such things, would you? Maybe. I would not say such maybe. things if I were but you. But it also comes back to what I'm going to ask you after after this podcast. Are we going to miss you? The heat. Do we, need, do we need to replace you for two weeks? No. Would I do that to the paying public? No. Can we get a fathead? I'm right here. Regis and Kelly, whatever they used to do. They had people that came in with Regis Pest. We'll have other people. Did you say Regis Pest? He left the show before he passed. But they were trying to find subs. They didn't know who it was going to be. But you said he passed. He did die. He did. You were confusing me. You said you were going to be gone for two weeks. No, I'm on vacation for two weeks you after this podcast him. drops. You did it to him just like you got yeah. Bob Barker. <laughs> November 28th, the week of the 28th. No, we got, uh, we got Jerry, Lee, Jerry, Jerry Lee Lewis we got first. Sack we got, is the legend we got, killer. We got, we got Jerry Lee Lewis first, the episode before he passed. And then we told people Barker was alive, but that didn't last long. Sack <laughs> just Randy Orton out here. <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> the legend killer. Okay. Are we are we doing Thanksgiving? Uh, hey, no, 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 really quick, really okay. quick, because I didn't tell any dad jokes. What do you get when you cross a turkey with a centipede? Uh, Drumsticks for everyone. <laughs> what did the turkey say when he met the president? Did you hear the joke about the turkey and the centipede? No. <laughs> you said, How do you know? Biden doesn't even know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a guy, pal. <laughs> did you hear what he did today? Hold on, I'm finishing the I'm joke sorry. here. What did he say to the president? I'm not sure. Pardon me, sir. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, last, last one. What do you call the turkey the day after Thanksgiving? Poop. Lucky. Oh, God. <laughs> no, you call him lucky. He's lucky. Oh, right. God. Come on. You call, you call him. You call him. Uh, what happened to being mature? You call him the, the, podcast. Oh, you call him the, the, the icing on top of the mountain. We started this podcast him. out with a fart joke. <laughs> that was the yeah, that was last episode, wasn't it? No, no it was, it was this, this one. one. Yeah. Oh my god! They're all run together like they're recorded in the same night. <laughs> no, that's not how the sausage is made. Nick, what did you do two weeks ago? <laughs> I did something with you. Where did we go? We went to Indianapolis. <gasps> what did Circle we do? City. We went to the Marat Theater. That is a fine establishment. And then, and then we walked through the doors. <laughs> and then, did you pay to get in? Then we went to the people by the gate. And then, and then we handed over our phones of cell. Oh, they locked them away. How do you feel about that? 
Uh, I, was, I felt a little naked. Yeah. We didn't know if we were going to the right spot because I'm like, wait, is this for <laughs> the Undertaker's one man dead alive show? And they were like, yes, but you have to lock your phone up because you cannot have any phones out. And so they give you like a burlap sack that's like super locked hardcore. Have yeah. you seen this before? They do those for high schools now. Oh, for today? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. I like the, I like the idea. I'm sorry. I like the idea of not having a cell phone in for people to be distracted or to distract you or that kind of it's thing. So you don't but record I, it. So you're not ruining it for well, the I, next No, person. I understand that's what the real intent no, is behind it. But I'm saying, like, as a as we're a about to ruin it for the next person. <laughs> yeah, as a patron. Spoilers. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but I don't know how. You know, what if they're downloading all your stuff? What if they got well, some I super cool I machine? So, that, well, I just locked the damn thing up no, those, so quickly, those and I forget my credit signals. cards are on the back side oh, of my RFID type. Yeah. Block yeah. signals, yeah. All right. So I had to like, there was a quick like little area that you could go and use your phone. So I had to go there, have them unlock it, so I can grab my credit cards out of buy there because I wanted to buy some stuff. And uh, and merch. then I locked it back up again. But yeah, no. We, so we saw the Undertaker did a one man dead alive show in Indianapolis, where for about an hour and a half he just was right. telling stories, was taking awesome. questions, telling stories. Um, I in fact have a a, a program from the show. I bought that it was twenty five dollars. Never gonna get back. And um, so cool. But it was it was was really entertaining um so good you know seeing him out of character talking about that talking about i mean just letting his hair down talking about just the business the industry how he grew up in it um how he was ribbed in it how he um just uh, how he talk he about his it did, today did he talk about his days in world class he did not talk, no, about, he did world talk about world class but he talked a little bit about wcw and making the transition over uh his big stories were about being really green and a young boy and running with uh, jake the snake roberts and then a couple of great tales about that and then some some other stuff about his experiences with vince mcmahon who loved to rib as they say in the business which is kind of play practical jokes on each other and the the really elaborate rib i actually told my kids this one because i could tell them this one i couldn't tell them about the nightclub but uh the elaborate rib was really funny where um it was um do we have enough time to go through the whole story? i don't think we do i don't think we do you just have to see the show but it's yeah. it's a great <laughs> it's a great story it's a good enough show that you i i bet you that if he came back around indianapolis he would have maybe some of the same stuff but he also had a q a with the audience right um, and there's and random things that can come random out random questions that came up there they he they asked uh his opinion of aew asked his opinion of competition in wrestling really good um you know, there were some really good things that I would suggest that it, I would go back again and watch oh, absolutely. it. Absolutely. Well, so you had to talk me into it, too, because I was like, I don't know if we want to go do that. That's going to be like a random night. We need to save that money for like an actual house show or something. The four of us would really struggle sitting next to each other. Oh, yeah. The seats were tiny. It is like butt to butt show we like he had to lean forward the entire time so my back and my knees so like it was like you had to be a tetris time. like you had to like kind of funnel yourself in there how you could fit next to the person next to you luckily we were in the front row and so we could have them like shift the chairs down when we first got there were the chairs connected yes. they, they disconnected once they saw us come in there yeah. they disconnected them and moved them down yeah because we ain't little yeah so was it a packed house yeah was it weird being there for not a concert well, that's right. You and I normally he's like, you got there. concerts here? Yeah, like, tight. Yeah, yeah, I saw really Willie tight. there. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was less then than I am now. Uh, what was his opinion on A and W? A E W. He likes the root beer. Yeah. yeah. Um, he uh, well, it, it just like what you would want. The he did the right thing. Competition makes companies better. Right. So WWE doesn't get challenged if they don't have competition. He doesn't like their product. He doesn't agree with their product. But he knows that fans do like that product. And so by people with eyes on that means that people's eyes will be the watch.
watching the other one. It shouldn't be us versus them. He just thinks that the product that they have and WWE is better than AEW. I will mention this. He talked about Edge. Edge recently went from the WWE to AEW, and people. the question was, what do you think about these aging stars or these stars that are leaving WWE to go AEW? And he says, I don't blame Edge. Edge doesn't, there's no stories yeah, for him there's here. There's nothing left for him to do. There's nothing left for him here story-wise. He could be fresh going there. And so if he wants to continue to wrestle, absolutely. And he said if the young wrestlers there would listen to even an ounce of the information that he would give, they would be better. So yeah, I, it was not a negative in any way. He he thinks the AWWE is much better than AEW, but it wasn't that it was a, you know, you shouldn't watch or it shouldn't exist. I, yeah. that, I'm sorry. That was, it always baffles me why people feel like they should have an opinion on whether Edge, I mean, not Edge specifically, but Edge as, as a, an example, should be able to have a career or not somewhere else. Like, uh, how, who do you know? Why would how, Montana go to the Chiefs? Yeah. Well, and it's kind of like live golf too, you know. Well, they should, you know, this, you know, well, let let them make their own decision, make right. the money they want to make. Why does it bother wrestling you? Fans are delusional in the fact that these are people playing characters, and it's the only. If you if you watch a movie, yeah, you would relate Harrison Ford to Indiana Jones, but Harrison Ford played a lot of other characters in his time, and so you understand that it's still Harrison Ford. Adam Copeland played Edge, right? And so that's a character, and so when like they, they live their life, I mean they. they do it to themselves because the Undertaker directly said he lived the gimmick. He was the gimmick and everything he did. Kayfabe was huge, was big. But these are actors, basically, living their life, and he's able to go and be another character somewhere else, and it affects people because... He should be only that character in that place. In their mindset. But how cool was he, though? Like, he was really down to earth. He was fun. You could tell he's a little nervous because it was different being that exposed. He's used to being able to hide behind the dead man or the American badass or whatever he is, right? And now he's just Mark Calloway um, who's telling stories about the, these experiences. And so he, he was a little nervous. and But... but he played it off smooth and he was really gracious to the fans and like a couple of people were doing call outs or saying things. He's like, whose show is it? Mine or yours? <laughs> you know, he's like, we'll come down there and beat your, you know, but he was just John. With yeah. What you could though. Yeah. Until he still looks, you know, dangerous. what have been a great question for one of you two to ask him. Would he ever get a person's name tattooed on his neck again? Oh, no. Geez. Oh, was it Sarah, Sarah right? Sarah. Wasn't it Sarah? Wow. wow we're yeah. doing that now. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't ask him that. Like I, I'm afraid of him. Well, still. clearly, yeah. <laughs> so I'm afraid of him still. But he's also like a genuine nice guy. And I've, and I've been spending the last few days just watching like YouTube excerpts of his podcast or and other interviews he's had, and he tells some other stories. Uh, there's some great ones out there. Um, I think it's called the Six Feet Under podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway. Uh, you should check it out, but it's uh he was just really interesting. I really enjoyed what he had to say and seeing it from his eyes, just the different stories and, and the business and that comment about AEW and how competition is good confirmed some things where I think me, um, he I, seemed, I would see it again. He seems like a genuinely good dude. And one of the, one of the things that cemented that for me, was during the whole Montreal screw, screw job thing. Talked mm-hmm. about that. How, um, uh, Shawn Michaels, that that was the one guy he wanted to know what's his opinion of, of what I did kind of thing. So that tells me that, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, he's six, eight or whatever he is. It's yeah. intimidating, but it's more about, I don't want to lose the respect of that guy. Yeah, and, and I thought respect was actually a really key thing he talked about because he talked about how people are just, 
um, stealing each other's moves. Right. And when he, when he, because old school, you know what the move old school is, where he goes yeah, in the top ropes oh. and he grabs the opponent's arm and he does a, he drops an elbow on top when he's walking across the ropes on the yes. Super Destroyer or uh, who did he say? Was I it? forget the name yeah. of the wrestler, but he did not use that move. The move was used against him and he said, when that guy retires, I'm going to take that move. The guy retired and he ended up taking the move. What ends up happening now is these younger wrestlers are just. Um, the word they use, and I hate that, I don't know if I can say this, but they prostitute the move, which is they basically just use it without asking for permission. They're just using it, and that's not what the business was meant to be. It's about the respect. Yeah. And the wrestlers nowadays, and that's where a lot of the people have a problem in AEW, is it's just flippity-floppity, boobity-bobbity, and it's no story to it. And he wants it to be where the young wrestlers have respect for the elders, the older wrestlers, and you don't do that unless you've like... For example, um, DDP gave... Um, my boy Marshall, QT Marshall, QT Marshall he yeah. gave him the diamond cutter. Like he yeah. gave him the ability to use that. He's yeah. the only one that can do that, yeah. which is supposed to be. Right. Not the only one that really does right. that. That's what it's about. You know, the it's spoiler. In- it was the spoiler. Do you remember the yeah. spoiler? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah the he mask. To, he was a mask, right? Yeah, he used yeah. to get up on the top rope and walk with the arm bar and then chop the guy as he comes And down. I wonder if that's because, you know, uh, Mark was a Texan. Yes, I know that's spoiler, exactly, a lot that's of exactly what Texas. he got. And that's when he broke in. That was one of his yeah. first early matches. Was I'm glad you said that, though, about because it, it, it reminded me of something that I've wanted or that I've thought about a, a lot. You, you said, you know, respect and him wanting the younger guys today to, you know, ask permission or do things the quote unquote right way. I think oftentimes, you know, people will say, especially younger generations, like, oh, you're just being the old man, you know, get off my yard, old guy, or, you know, want to go back to the old days. It's not that. It's just having an appreciation and respect mm-hmm. for, you know, people before you that helped build the business to where you can profit from it. And maybe just as importantly, if not more importantly, for you to grow it and have the next generation feel the same way. Correct. So I don't, I don't see it as, you know, trying to stifle young people or, or talent. It's just like, I, I relate it to like everyday life, like holding a door open for somebody. It doesn't have to be just for women or just for men. Just hold door open for somebody to be, you know, say, please say, thank you. That's not being old fashioned and, you know, the get off my lawn guy. Just have some respect for yeah, people. And there's a, there's a lot of things that the young wrestlers could learn today. I mean, Hulk Hogan said if he could talk to a younger version of himself, he would say, don't make the leg drop your finisher. Don't do that as a finisher because right now he's dealing with back surgeries and hip surgeries, and all these different things. Because for 40 plus years, he was dropping on his knees or dropping his back and his, his, his butt to the, the, the big leg drop each time. Do a finisher that's going to be able to help your body. Younger wrestlers don't want to hear that now. Mm. But they're telling them, when you're at my age, you ain't going to feel this way. Take you care a, of your you body. you got a bump card, and you look at Chris Jericho, who's transformed himself so many times. He went from the, the lion tamer to the moon salt, the lion salt to the um, the uh, code breaker, all the way now to the Judas effect. And like he's going to be able to do the Judas effect till he's 90. <laughs> Have you seen the one meme, though? It's when uh, Mickey Rourke and Jericho were in the ring back when they were in WWE. Oh, and yeah. It's like what Jericho looks like now <laughs> wrestling a younger version of himself. <laughs> it's, it's, it looks dead on. It's pretty funny. <laughs> that that's something that's that awesome. it, it, it's an interesting th- thought process because I try to tell my kids that or I have you know at various points you know when a life lesson comes up is like all we are is a product of our experiences I'm trying let me just listen to even just 
10% of the experience I've had and you not make those mistakes or not go. But I think we've all done that, right? Where we don't, didn't listen to advice that now looking back 20 years ago, we wish we would have. Don't trust a fart. <laughs> That's the best advice <laughs> you're going to hear today. Get out there, Jason. That's awesome. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, Wait, it was... did you just trust one? Oh my gosh. <laughs> if you guys can find this Jericho meme, it's hilarious. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, it was a great show. It was a really good time. I was glad to be with you because uh, you got and understood it a way that others might not have. And I know he's one of your all-time favorite professional wrestlers. So to be that close had to be really unique and, and awesome for you. Yeah, there was a lot more marks in there than uh, what I am for The Undertaker. But no, it was very cool. Yeah. yeah. Would be, I think it would be interesting if Flair did that. <sighs> like with all of his NWA runs and all everything? the... Can he remember? May, I, 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 well, Foley does it right now. Mick Foley does. Yeah. It. He has a comedy show. Dolph Ziggler does that as well too. So there's more wrestlers breaking out. I do think that you don't have to be a taker. Like you could be um, a, a mid card wrestler and tell stories of other wrestlers being there. But you have to do it the way it was because yeah. you can keep it amongst because we were basically the uh, BTQ. What are we? What's the group we were part of that night? Uh, honorary members. Oh, oh, Bone Street Crew. BSK. Bone Street Crew. BSK. So honorary members for the evening of BSK, which is a group that he was a part of. But like, you have to keep that stuff be quiet, even though you're telling stories, because you got to be careful what you're saying out there. He said some stuff about Vince McMahon that yeah. probably Vince doesn't want to get. He don't want to have to yeah, get out there. Oh, no, that makes sense. I just think it would be interesting to hear stories, especially from Flair, who who feels like he's been over and on top for so long yeah. going back to those nwa days when going to all the territories like world class and right. all those different ones i, I bet there's just uh, so many stories but you're right he probably can't remember 90 yeah. most of, of the crap. time you were listening to flair that you you don't want to hear anything about what happened what he did in the ring you want to hear about everything that, that's he did. outside yeah, and that's what that's what he, I spent more money. Said that. he spent undertaker was talking like listen we're talking we're talking more about we haven't talked about anything we've done said, in the ring nothing every about single thing yet. is what we do after it <laughs> yeah spent more money on spilt liquor and women <laughs> but that's what you want to hear, right? The behind the curtain stuff. Yeah. 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 That's the, always the most intriguing thing. I saw a TikTok the other day where Triple H was talking about um, Foley and how when they used to travel around, he would just put his, he would carry his clothes underneath his arms to the airport. And he was like, he just lived the cheapest life possible. And everyone would just look at him. He's like, yeah, I'm just, these are my clothes. And then he would just carry he on. would wrestle in the clothes and then he'd wash them in the sink afterwards and then put the wet clothes back on and then say to Triple H, I'm driving, I'll meet you there. Because he just banked the, the flight money. Yeah. Having heard that, I never heard that. That's hilarious. I, I can totally buy every ounce of that for me. Well, this is one thing I will add, and we, we are going to talk a little bit about the strip club part of it. I want to say this one thing is, is why is it a good idea that wrestlers after events go to strip clubs? Why is it a good idea? Um, money laundering? No, I have no idea why. Because they none of the patrons it. in there are paying any attention to them. Oh, and so, so that's where they would that. go after wrestling because all the men that would be in there have no care in the world that they're there. So if you're six foot eight, three hundred and ten pounds, and you're in the back of a strip club, ain't nobody looking at you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that that's what they said. So that's how they could go. Sick. That's what they said wondering. was the reason yeah. why like, they went. But you also wondering too, like when I was a kid, like how you did, like back in the day, my mom said she would see Bobby Heenan uh, fight somebody because uh, she would go to like certain 
certain local shows and Bobby Heenan would run to the Midwest or the Virginia territory. And then she'd say it ruined the gimmick because they'd be at the Waffle House eating fries or something, right? And so to keep kayfabe alive, they couldn't travel and do things together. And so you don't want to be seen together. So where can you and I as rivals go that people aren't going to be paying attention to us? It's got to be some place like that. (laughs) Because they're going to be watching... On the main stage, Mercedes working hard for you, ladies and gentlemen, because it's yeah. everybody. Have you right? Right? Why? Yeah, why? That was really like professional. Well, not theme. that I've ever been there to what's know what that would sound like. What's the theme? What's what? What's the theme? What's the theme? Yeah. It's whatever you want it to be. I have been in a in an establishment where somebody did uh, a dance to "Here's a Quarter" call somebody who cares, which was a mistake. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're running a little long in this yeah. episode. <laughs> this I, is Thanksgiving, not, people. I'm not sure the dancer would ever do that again. <laughs> and this has been us getting canceled, chasing the hug, us here and never again there. Gobble gobble for real. <laughs> oh no! This episode where you strip club you, episode. Yeah, no, this episode where you bring a $5 bill and you get change in quarters is <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. If my new joint is called Cling Cling Cling, you know what I'm saying? Bust it! Cling Cling Cling! Man, you capping! Ooh, ah! Cling 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 Cling! Ooh, you capping! Drip, splash, water, drip, splash, splash, drip.